Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yes, it is. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. I'm glad you stopped by KNSS. You need to do it every Saturday, noon to one. It's uh, The Good Life with yours truly, and this show is going to be so much fun. I know it is. Uh, I've got some great wine to tell you about. Uh, uh, A wine class reminder for the October classes at Wichita State University that I'll be teaching. But more importantly... It's about tahini, and it's about uh, a team of people, starting with CEO and the Big Cheese co-founder Amy Zeidelman and her three sister or two sisters. The three girls put together a company, and they bring first-rate tahini to town. And you go tahiti? No, sesame seeds. Think of this. You. Let me, Amy. Welcome to the Good Life. I could say more about you, but let's let's get started. Um, Thank you. Hi. So happy to be here. You know, Amy, you don't probably don't know this, but there is a huge Lebanese community here in Wichita, and oh, lovely. And many family tree family tree strains of those families are in the restaurant business. We have access to some of the best hummus in town. So my listeners probably know. The, the tahini's part of hummus for the most part, but that's probably all they know. And, and frankly, when I got, uh, when I started looking through all the things about you and the company and what you guys have done, and the story is so great, I just had to have the opportunity to speak to you. We won't have enough time. Let's start with your journey. What, what prompted you and the sisters to recognize tahini for what it is? Think about bringing high quality tahini into the marketplace and how'd you get started? Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to share. And, you know, for those of you listening that have no idea what tahini is, you are not alone. And that's actually my favorite type of person because this journey actually started back in 2011. I was um, a meager college graduate. My older sister, Shelby, who had a business degree, my middle sister, Jackie, had been living in Israel for a few years at that point and was dating her now husband, Omri, who's been in the tahini industry uh, now for almost two decades. And so um, as tahini, as uh, Omri introduced us to tahini, a popular ingredient in Israeli and Middle Eastern cuisine, uh, we became, you know, very excited by that ingredient as well. You know, we grew up eating hummus. Uh, we grew up traveling to Israel also, but we didn't know how good tahini could be. And 
Omri is really the one that introduced us to this high-quality tahini made from sesame seeds from Ethiopia. And ultimately, what we did was survey the market here, right? And we asked a lot of questions of consumers and of chefs. And what we found were a couple of very basic principles. One was that most people had no idea what tahini was. Uh, the second thing was that if somebody knew what tahini was, they were only using it to make hummus, exactly as you were talking about, Guy. Yeah. And three, if people were bringing tahini into their homes, they couldn't name the brand of tahini that they you know, were using. And so we saw that as an opportunity to not only bring high-quality tahini to the United States, but educate American consumers about what tahini is, the health benefits, and all of the ways that you can use it. And so that's a very succinct journey of Zoom over the past eight years. <laughs> and the journey, when I read about the three of you, about the company, and, and folks, the company's name is, at first glance, uh, if you're a wine guy, you might pronounce it Som. It's not. It's Zoom, S-O-O-M. And did I read that Sum Sum is, is Israeli for tahini? Correct. Sum Sum is the Hebrew word for sesame, actually. Yeah. So, um, so that's what inspired us is tahini is made from uh, roasted and pressed sesame seeds. Oh, man. Uh, 30 under 30, was that just you or all three of the sisters? Me and Jackie, my middle sister, just snaked in. Our oldest sister, Shelby, I think was a measly 31 or 32 <laughs> when we had the opportunity to be on, on that Forbes list. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think even the fact that we were, um, you know, uh, we were asked to be on the Forbes list really speaks to how far Tahini has come over the last five, 10 years. You know, uh, I don't think anybody thought that it was a good idea to start a Tahini company back in 2011 because of the, the fact that most people had no idea what the product was. And it's been a really exciting opportunity, something that we've taken uh, with a lot of pride and a lot of you know, I guess, uh, emotion in there is to represent this product and to make it more familiar and more popular over the past 10 years. And so it's been uh, an exciting adventure. And yes, even as uh, young entrepreneurs, it's been amazing to see how far we were able to and are able to take the ingredient. Well, and let's talk about that ingredient, because I, I love everything about sesame seeds. If I order a bagel, it's going to have sesame seeds on it. If, I, if I'm going to use an oil that I want to add flavor to a marinade, I'll use sesame oil. And, and we make hummus. We have a great recipe out of uh, uh, the Junior League cookbook that I have been fond of for years. And, um, and you're right. When I would buy tahini, it would just be whatever you found on the grocery store shelf. Sometimes it was kind of separated and congealed and you know, it still worked and it's good and it keeps, it holds up well, but, uh, the seed and you, you discovered the difference between some seeds and others. Talk about the, the Ethiopian seeds that you guys get and how critical that is to make it a quality product. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I really appreciate your, and I know that it's a wine and food show, but your nod to Sam, right? Sommelier and, and a similar concept happens with all agricultural products, which is where the product grows produces a different quality, consistency, and flavor profile. The same is true, of course, of grapes and with wine and then coffee and, you know, coffee beans. And so, um, you know, why not sesame seeds? And it was something that was very much underappreciated for a long time. But Ethiopia, 
uh, also produces wonderful uh, coffee beans, of course. And you might be surprised, but they've created or developed an amazing wine region as well, um, producing very high quality wines, much better than when we first went in 2000. And 12 uh, delicious wines, but the sesame seeds that grow in the Northwest region and across other parts of the country is a variety called the white Humera seed. And that seed is the highest standard known internationally, also within Lebanon tahini manufacturers as the best type of seed for pressing into tahini. And it's because of, yes, the flavor profile. It has a very nice, subtle, nutty flavor profile, which allows the tahini to be used more in a more versatile way than just hummus and savory things, sweet things, which, um, you know, you can find a variety of recipes online, whether it's from Sum Foods, our website, sumfoods.com, in cookbooks like the Tahini Table, my cookbook, uh, and also on, you know, bloggers and influencers. But also the ratio of the oil to the rest of what we call that sesame meat is really appreciated in the white Humera variety. And so, Guy, when you were talking about the fact that when you get any standard tahini from the grocery shelves and it's very hard on the bottom and, you know, tons of oil up top and very difficult to reblend, a fresh pressed high quality seed really alleviates that problem for the consumer. And that's one of the things um, that we like to highlight and teach people when they're able to taste, you know, this newer variety of tahini that we've been bringing to the States. Well, and you know, that oil comes from those seeds. Is that correct? Correct. There's no added oil. There's also no salt in there. And so it's a, it's a, it's a very pure ingredient, just 100%. Uh, roasted seeds, and so the oils are naturally come out from the rest of the product. I, I, I'm going to ask a question that I know I don't know the answer to it. It makes me feel like a goomba. Um, talk about is it, is it a pod with seeds in it that they're growing in Ethiopia? Where do the seeds come from? What kind of a plant is it? It's a great question. A lot of people don't know, and uh, we had the opportunity to go to Ethiopia myself in 2017. My sisters um, in 2018, they're actually to the Humer region, to where the grocery, to the, excuse me, to the sesame fields. And sesame grow on a stalk that looks similar to wheat. And at the top of that stalk, exactly as you assumed, Guy, is a pod, which is filled with thousands of small sesame seeds. And what they do in Ethiopia is sesame is still hand harvested. And so at the right time, they take machetes and chop down the stalks. And then they allow those pods to dry. And in fact, when the pod is dried, it pops open. There's a theory that that's uh, where the saying open sesame actually comes from. And you can literally pour the sesame seeds right out of the pod into the palm of your hand. Uh, But then those pods are shaken onto tarps and those tarps are collected and then processed and put to the supply chain out of Ethiopia. It's still traded through a public commodity exchange called the Ethiopian Commodity Exchange. And so that is the life cycle of the sesame seed, at least when it's still in Ethiopia before it gets traded all around the world for processing. And, And what's really interesting is that the Humera seed, the Ethiopian sesame seed, are consumed or really uh, bought exclusively for tahini production. You won't find people buying the, you know, Humera commodity for the sake of the sesame oil like you were talking about, or even packaged sesame seeds at this point, because A, 
supply is limited and B, it's such a great variety for specifically the purpose of pressing into tahini. Well, you, you answered two questions that I was dwelling on before I even got to ask them, and that's great. The processing, the, do you guys process back here in the States, or is they processed somewhere in Europe? We're still working with a manufacturer um, in, in Israel where Jackie lives yeah. and, with, you know, and to maintain our relationships uh, over there. Oh, that's great. And th- so these seeds then, uh, I, they're roasted, am I correct? Uh, they get toasted in some way before they're processed into paste? Correct. They are roasted. Some tahinis that you can find on the market are raw, right? They wouldn't be cooked before, but we really appreciate and and most people that use our product, whether it's restaurants or at-home consumers, uh, you know, I think whether they realize it or not, like it for that roasted uh, flavor. And so, yes, the seeds are roasted and then they go through a pressing process. Back in the olden days, I mean, sesame seeds have been pressed down to tahini for thousands of years, really, and it would have been um, blended or uh, broken down through two stones. And so two stones that you could kind of, you know, draw in a circular motion um, in order to press the content out of the seed itself. Uh, But now it's done with large manufacturing equipment. Well, it's so interesting. And and I I just, like I said, I love everything about sesame, the flavors and, and what you can get from the seeds. But when you get good tahini, and because of our Lebanese influence here in town, I have had some that has been recommended as a a good brand, but then you guys come along. And I think we owe a little more to just saying you guys. Talk a little bit more about your sisters, because your parents must be hugely proud of what you gals have done. Oh, that's so sweet. And actually, we... um they are, you know, they've been very supportive. We come from a line of entrepreneurs. So our father has his own business. Our mom's business was so successful in the 80s, actually, that it allowed our father to become an entrepreneur himself. And so entrepreneurship really runs in our blood. Um, even though we weren't directly in the restaurant industry, which is where a lot of our tahini is used and consumed. Um, our grandfather had a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Our paternal, our maternal grandfather was a butcher here in Philadelphia. And so food entrepreneurship in particular, kind of, we joke, runs through our blood. Um, but Shelby, my oldest sister, you know, had that business degree. Jackie, my sister in Israel, is the, you know, heart and soul really of the company and of the impetus of the idea. And then I, with an interest in communication, and, you know, getting to know people have emerged as the voice of the company. And, and that's what's been so exciting is that our natural skill set and interests have really aligned very um, complementary to what the company needed, especially in the early days. But since then, we've been able to hire a great team to really, you know, elevate what we could do, the three of us, and support the company as we continue to grow. Because one of the hardest things has been, you know, starting a company as not just young entrepreneurs, but young female entrepreneurs. You know, we've gotten married in the last eight years. We've had children, seven children between us over the last eight years. And so to be able to hire our employees who really have become like family to us as well also um, has been really instrumental in the growth and the direction of the company. Wow. It, it truly is a success story. And I don't know whether you did this on purpose, but uh, folks, I'm looking at somfoods.com in the Our Story section. 
And the three girls are featured there at the top of that in a beautiful picture. And it, it, you're wearing red, white, and blue. Well, I also just want to point out that that website actually just launched um, in, in September. And so this has been a labor of love for my sisters and I, but in particular our team where we've been investing a lot of time into a rebrand to really help elevate the direction and the the look of Zoom. And so it's a really exciting time for us because we just spent a lot of time working on new labels, a new website, ways to communicate out all the things that we hold so dear to our consumers and hopefully future customers as well. So I'm really glad that you're able to take a look at that website, um, zoomfoods.com. Yeah, and there's so much information there, and and I'm sure, especially since it's so new, that it will grow and expand. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a section for Tahini 101 uh, to give you the basics, some that we've already spoken of. But more importantly, there's some brilliant photography of recipes and food. And we're going to talk about that in a minute when we're talking about the cookbook. And if you you want to get one of these, you can get them, of course, at assumefoods.com or it's available on Amazon. Uh, And the cover is spectacular because it shows some really great food that is not hummus. No, it's not hummus. And that's really, you know, what we've been working on for the past eight, 10 years, however long it's been, um, is that tahini is good for more than just hummus. And so the cookbook, The Tahini Table, was really a uh, a labor of love between myself, my co-writer, Andrew Schloss, and like you pointed out, uh, photographer and food stylist, because it's been so important from day one that we're able to show people how great tahini is if they're not able to taste it right at that time. And so good food photography and accessible and familiar, uh, you know, recipes with tahini is really what has built this foundation uh, for the company and for introducing tahini to new people. We're going to talk more about the book, The Tahini Table, Go Beyond Hummus and 100 Recipes for Every Meal. With my guest, Amy Zeidel, she'll be right here with me. We'll talk to you after this short break. Don't go away. chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 